Today's episode is brought to you by Grady Restoration. If you've got some home repairs or maybe some possible insurance damage or you just don't know, don't pick up the hammer and do it yourself. Give Grady Restoration a call. They can be reached at 952-472-1570 or check them out on the web at gradyrestoration.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by the good folks at the Hair Studio in Chaska. Located in downtown Chaska, at 500 North Pine Street. If you're looking to get your hair cut, trying out a new do, maybe thinking about, why, you know, I want to look like this picture, I want to look like that picture, come in with an idea, leave with a beautiful look. They'll do eyebrows, they'll do color, they do perms, they do cuts, style, blowout, whatever you want. Go check out the Hair Studio in Chaska. Affordably priced and easily accessed. You can reach them at 952 952-368-0900. Welcome everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the rest. Let's go! Welcome back to The DK Project. Got a special episode for you today. We are... Getting into some tech, maybe some movie type tech, <laughs> really stretching it around here. Zooming in today from New York City. Are you in New York? I'm in New York, honey. New the York. downtown New York City. It's Hope Cochran. Cochran? Cochran, it is. Boom. Yes. Nailed it. Is this not, is this, at least you didn't call me Katrine or Katran. Come on. Do people really? Yeah, because it's, it's spelled C O C H. And so people sometimes go cha, and cha. then it's ran, but people will call it ran because it's R A N. So it's like it's way too complicated. Or rain, or cock, oh, cotch rain. That's the worst. I'm like, no, really. No. I, my last name, <laughs> my last name is K Meyer, and I actually have people that ask if it's with a C. <laughs> well, it's K Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. It's came out. Oh, is humor, that with a C? Humor. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a lot of bright individuals out there. Mm. Hope is zooming in to talk to us today a little bit about a couple of different items. She's got some big tech stuff happening in the, what would you call it? Like the movie uh, TV platform world? You're getting into this whole streaming. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a lot going on right now in the, in the um, streaming space. And, you know, the, the streaming has irrevocably changed um, the game when it comes to movies and movie distribution. And, yeah, but, you know, one of the things that we I'm seeing is left on the floor is the the experience of movies, which is what I think that what we're trying to sort of tap into with my company, Sondra Blue, um, you know, a lot of time has gone into understanding, not just, you know, we, we don't just watch films, do we? There's a whole lot of stuff going on around film. For sure. And um, that's really what we, we focus on in terms of designing our platform. So, so let's start with Sonder Blue. Now, this isn't uh, available just yet to the world. No. We're still in the cultivation stage. But tell us what we're doing. This is a, this is a platform where you can almost watch movies and, and give your feelings and your emotions and, and like it's, hanging out so, at the movies. I'll put it to you in a nut, give it to you in a nutshell. Okay. Let's walk through 
your your movie experience let's let's go back to let's say early 2000s let's go to the 90s you want to watch a movie big bucket of popcorn yeah what was the first thing you did got popcorn okay no 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 before you even got to the theater or you gotta buy tickets you got a notion maybe i want to watch a movie what do you do see if it's available see if it's available see what movies are out there yeah you want to see movie phone and maybe, oh, maybe they game. did have movie phone. They did have a phone call that you a phone you could dial. This is movie and they phone. Could tell you what's on that's tonight at Eden Prairie Seventeen. We're showing that must have. I mean, <laughs> that seems so weird today, but I think it might have been innovative for its time. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> if you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press one. Come on, come on. Using your touchtone keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title now. You've selected Agent Zero. If that's correct, press one. What? Uh, you've selected Brown-Eyed Girl. If this is correct, press one. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you selected? channel to find the theater nearest you please enter your five digit zip code now (laughs) why don't you just tell me where you want to see the movie Lowe's Paragon 84th and Broadway channel is playing at the Paragon 84th Street Cinema in the main theater at 9.30 p.m. Yeah, now I got you. <laughs> it's also playing in theater number two at 9 o'clock. Then they went to the app. You're now- like, really? So I can just call you and you can tell me what's going on locally? Is that how it works? Phone. Hey, what about this, though? Here's a side question. Yeah. Do you think... Because the pandemic's going to go away. You people in New uh, York might not know that, but us in the middle country know that it's going away. Okay. Do you think people are ever going to go to the theater again? Do you think the theaters are going to survive so, this? So, interestingly enough, uh, our governor, or maybe it was our mayor, I think it was a combination of the two, just gave the green light for the movie theaters to open at limited capacity, at like 20% capacity. Yeah. So- We'll see. We'll see. But I do want to make, I just, I I want to address something you said about the middle of the country and New York. New York is a very unique position in that this virus comes into this country, usually through New York. And so, you know, I hear people all over the country with various opinions about the severity of it and what it means. And one of the things I really want people to consider is that it's not directly, you know, before it gets to you, it comes to us. And so we, there's a level of vigilance, I think justifiable vigilance here in New York that maybe you won't see in other parts of the country. Um, well, I'm so, sure there's a little, a little bit of an increased, uh, you know, due to it being the gateway kind of coming through New York, but I mean, California, LA and, and other areas are major hubs too, where people are coming in. Right, but those are, that's my point. Like those, but we're not nearly seeing, as concentrated as you guys are. Yeah, exactly. And you're, and, and we are very, we are very, um, 
we have over 8 million people, but in, in terms of we're a vertical place. So yeah. we're on top of each other where other places in the country are, are spread out. Right. So I don't argue with people with what's going on with the virus, where they are, you know, how it, you know, how it's impacting your community. Right. Uh, but I do, I do like to point out to people that when you live in a place where you, it, it's more likely to hit you first and the hardest and, you have no, uh, we have a game, a, a relatively decent game plan now, but when you consider no one knew what to expect from this thing, when it hit, we were, we were devastated here in New York Yeah, and a lot of other places learned from our mistakes. So I don't, ar- again, I don't argue with people about how the, the virus is impacting where they live. I'll give you an example. Uh, a man died in the building across the street from me and it took a full day before they removed his body. Why? Because they took a full. It took more than twenty, like twenty-eight hours, I believe, before they because they had no place to put his body. We had never been hit like that before. How did you we know had about no. That? Imagine that we not having any place to put a human body when they died. How 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 did you know about that? I. <laughs> I, first of all, everyone tells me everything in the building because I'm, I run a tenants association. But you said it was across I, the street. No, no, no. Across the street, across the street from me. Yeah. So yeah, but they, we have the same owners. Oh, okay. <laughs> the okay. Same people. So I get a phone call. Do you know what's going on? I'm like, what, what, what? And so you find out and then you see the cops, they, they, they're legally not allowed to leave the body unattended. So you have police officers <laughs> sitting there in front of the building. Quite a nice neighborhood you live in there, Hope. (laughs) Well, it's not the neighborhood. That's anywhere. That's literally anywhere. I didn't know. That's probably probably a legal thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's anywhere. But And I live in a pretty decent neighborhood, but it's it's anywhere. But my point is, we were so ravished by this thing. We had a a human body had to stay where it was for like 28 hours. Was that uh, back in the beginning or how long ago was that? This was this was the beginning. This was maybe May, maybe May, May, June. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's so we're we are hyper, you know, I think as a community, New York City, as a community, we are hyper vigilant. I can tell you right now, my mask accidentally fell. And someone was like, what are you doing? Put your mask on. Like you're just to the point where even I went, okay, this is, listen, calm down. But I also understood when you, you know, it's it's, crazy extreme. I was in California dropping my daughter off at college and we were flew in and uh, the San Diego airport, there's kind of a little bridgeway over to where the you get on the shuttle or whatever. And this guy's mask didn't have a mask on or something. Mm. And this lady freaked out on him and they were fighting and arguing. And this was back, I don't know, probably September, maybe August, something like that. And it was just like, wow, you know, cause obviously every bit of it's important, but right, right. people need to control themselves. Like it's, it's, you know, uh, it was, so the cops came, it got ugly. But I, it, do, it does. Well, in New York, I was on the train and, and no one is really riding it. We're just now getting back to riding the trains in New York. Uh, but I took the train for whatever reason. I braved the train. And this woman was on the train without a mask. And I had an extra mask and I politely asked her, do you need a mask? That's, that's how I did it. And she was like, no, thank you. So I moved. 
But the the minute every the eyes that it was like you could bore a hole in this woman, like what the? <laughs> she got up. She got off. The, she didn't even need to get off the next stop. She got up. She she and I know she didn't need to get off because she got up and she got she stood on the platform and waited for the next train because she just stood there. I'm like, because we were like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Why are you? Well, getting- at, at this stage of the game, it's so, you know. Mm-hmm. Although I was just down in Florida a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leave your mask again. And I'm going to say this one more time. You cannot judge this virus based on where you live, because where you live, the conditions may be different. We are a vertical city. We are on top of each other. Yeah. If you live in the middle, if you're in Ohio and there's 20 miles between you and your next anything, you know, next crowd, you you have a you can sit, you can do a lot of stuff you know it's a lot less a lot you can be a lot more liberal uh it's it's and so you have to yes we all need to be cognitive of the people around us and we should be respectful of that but you know we we gotta we have to be conscious of where we are if you're stepping into a crowd of you know ten thousand people you know like okay whatever Maybe I, if I got the COVID, maybe it won't do much for me. But if you have someone where you, who's where are you going where parent, there's 10,000 people, huh? Where are you going where there's 10,000 people? I'm not going anywhere. There's 10, <laughs> Hell people. no. But there were, but listen, some of the rallies that were held, you know, all over the country, the leading up to, oh, yeah, uh, the depending on how that was handled, people's exposure was, you know, this, this is a comedy show. You're not bringing any comedy to this show right now. You are. I'm sorry. You I'm are being sorry. negative, Nancy, right now. Okay. All right. So, so here's here's a little you bit think, of comedy. You for think you. we're breaking any news about the pandemic? I think people know. <laughs> so, if they're okay, waiting so to hear it on my show, something's wrong. <laughs> so, okay. So here's wear your joke. mask. Done. Here's a joke for you. Here's a joke for you. Um, why do they never make any films about constipation? I don't know. Because if they did, it would never drop. Oh, <laughs> well, hold on a minute. I might that have was a, for that's that. a bad one, but it's a joke. It, it is a joke. <laughs> Does it qualify? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. That's what I was looking for. Boy, it took me a while, okay. though. Does nice it qualify? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, since you brought up Ohio. It would never be released. That's what I meant to say. There you go. Released. Well, see if you would have said the right punchline. If, uh, if, uh, if you're in Ohio, uh, you're going to want to go to the my tour bus company and take the Cincinnati bus tour. Two and a uh, half hours of ple- pure historical informational pleasure. I did, oh, my God. I did the voiceover for the bus tour uh, last month. Really? How did that go? 29 stops of this lovely voice uh, talking in your ear. I don't know. I haven't gone on it yet. I got to go out there. The, oh, my, wow. my twins are playing the Cincinnati Reds. In August, so I'll be there taking the tour and watching some baseball because I oh, know wow. they're going to be playing on the field with fans. If not, I'm still taking the bus tour. You know, you know where where you, you know, a lot of people come to tour in New York, and I used to be like, can you just not go somewhere else, <laughs> Harlem? Because Harlem on Sundays, uh, you 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 if you live in Harlem on Sundays. 100% of the time, someone from somewhere, anywhere, whether it's in this country or somewhere else, is going to be like, where's a church? They want to find a church because, you know, the, there's a, there are a lot of churches in Harlem and there's all of these, like, um, gospel music. They want to hear the nice. gospel music. 
And you just go, I do not have time to sit here with you in your freaking like, you know, your, your translator and explain to you just, I know people would say, oh, it's right. They'd send them somewhere else. Like, oh, whatever. Just, just, we got to the point where it's like, you know what? Just go to any church. Any is, church will do. Any church is, will do. Just leave me alone. This is inside baseball for, for, for New York City uh, residents right here. We're, we're giving the secrets out today, aren't we? I don't yeah, care where your okay. church is. Get away from me. It's like, well, it's not just that. It's like, dude, like, what do you, like, come on, like. You can reach that anger management number at 1-877-ANGER-MANAGEMENT. No, no, you know what they do? It's like, it's not like you can give them the directions and they leave you alone. They want directions and then they want to have a conversation with you about the church that they sent you to. And so you kind of have to figure out do I tell you just go two blocks down and, and run? Yeah, but you're from New so, York. You could just give them the mf and send them on their way. They expect that from you. People think we're rude. We're not as rude as that. It's kind of sounding like you are. No. Carry your church no. Get the hell away from me. <laughs> we feel, listen, this is a, a true story. True story. I was, I was, um, there was some tourists trying to find their way somewhere in New York City. And I think New York City is pretty damn easy to navigate. But then again, I've lived here my entire life. They may not think so. And so we were giving this directions. So I was giving someone directions and then someone else heard me give these directions. And so they were like, well, this is a faster way to do it. And so now you have these foreigners and you have me and this other person trying to give directions. And then a third person came in and we're all trying to be helpful. And we worked it out as New Yorkers, like, this is how you need to, okay, great, great, great. And then we explained it to them. And then the first person drops off and then the second person drops off. And then I'm left there. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm saying my goodbyes. And I go, can you explain this to me again? I went, no, I'm not doing that. I gotta go. <laughs> how often are people asking you for directions? In New York city, if everyone, if you're not from New York, no, the, what I was getting to was you could ask once because we did a whole committee for you, but then you turned around and you were like, you want more instructions? I can't help you. But in New York, that's New York. That's one eight seven seven anger management. That's not anger. Like that is so helpful. You had three New Yorkers standing there plotting a route for you. Come on. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I, I'm thinking we're not hearing all of the story. There's more to it. Do you wear a little hat or a jacket that says, I know where everything is? This is any New Yorker. You ask any New Yorker, this is I've happened talked to, to a lot least. of New Yorkers and they don't ever bring it up. Well, then you need to ask some more people. You need to explicitly <laughs> ask them. Okay. We Are you annoyed by people topic. asking you for directions? <laughs> <laughs> no, people, we're very helpful. When you come and you ask us for directions, we're good. But when you like ask for the same directions multiple times. Oh my times. gosh. My first what? time into New York City, my my brother-in-law, my my normal co-host on the show was living in Connecticut. And I flew out to see him in Connecticut and I'm like, "Dude, we got to go to New York City. You know, we got to go into Manhattan." He goes, "We can." He goes, "But, you know, we got to be on our toes and whatever." And so we drove to Brooklyn and then we took the train in. And he's like, "When you're on the train, you don't look at anybody, cover up your watch. You don't want to show that you have any jewelry. Don't talk to anybody. Don't ask anybody anything. We're just getting in, getting out." And I get in there. I'm like, "Dude, this is nothing. These people are nice." He was exactly. scared to death. I didn't exactly. have a problem at all. Yeah, it's like people who live outside of New York, I man. Specifically, people who live come from like. But that was Giuliani, New York. Yeah, but that's but even then, I mean, you you. 
you know, the, even then, and Giuliani was, yeah, he was, he was nothing, whatever. But even then, New Yorkers of all, all, all denominations are, are just, we're pretty good people. We, we just don't like being effed with. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, it's like we're cool until, you know, it's like you just you just hit that. You hit it like leave it alone at some point. It's, but people who don't live in New York do, don't understand that have a tendency to test us. It's we, truly strange that you came on my podcast to promote your help, help <laughs> and direction phone line for downtown New Yorkers. <laughs> and this is your attitude. I mean, this it really thing. It's gonna be I'm tough a, to get I'm the. A, it's gonna be tough to get the the hotline off the ground. I'm sorry. Listen, this is New York for you. If you get this, is the New York temperament. Don't you call and, here. <laughs> this is the New York. We keep. Well, how do we say it? we keep it 100? Like, like good <laughs> job. All right. So you are here to talk about Sonder Blue and your other your other portions of the platform, which is all a movie experience. But don't think about asking a fucking New Yorker where the movie theater is. Cause they'll choke you out. Is that why you're doing this? Cause you don't Wait, want people to choke you- people out. No, because you don't want them asking you where the theater is. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> don't you ask me where the theater is. Go home and stream. The theater is. I'm going to choke them out. Like, well, well, we're not, I'm not violent. I don't do that. Two times in this podcast, you've reached for a neck and there just wasn't one there. I've seen it. That's because I was mimicking you. <laughs> So, anyway, you. you know what? I would, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's New York for you. That same, maybe not that trip, but another trip, same people in New York City were like, hey, the new Bond movie's out. Let's go see the new Bond movie. So we go in the Bond movie, we go into this theater, and you got to go up like, I don't know, five, six escalators and get to the theater. And we're sitting in there in New York City, we're watching a movie, and the film breaks. Oh, that's dangerous. My God, it got ugly in there. It was horrible. And then it that's was like dangerous. They were they they weren't refunding. It was like they were given a small pop or something for the inconvenience. What? And some guy down in the front was just out of pissed oh, off. Oh no. And I'm like, we should just sneak out the back. We can catch the movie another time. Like, I don't want to die. The same thing happened with Doctor Strange. It like in the middle of the like this scene where there's gonna be like this big, you know that scene where you like the hands and the hands and the hands like this yeah. big <laughs> scene. It breaks, and so we're like, what? And then they they replay it again, and it breaks, and it happens a third time. The third, I told you this is New York for you. I said we were kind of looking at each other like, who's getting up? Who's gonna address this? Because that's New York. And a couple of people got up and it was, it was like, listen, you need to, you need to figure this out. You're going to comp everyone. In. And it was, it was like, <laughs> management was like, you got it. And so on the way out, everyone got comped for two movies. Wow. Because th- that's New York. If you go with a new, you see, if I had gone with you, you would have said, let's sneak out. Let's avoid uh, this. Yeah, in minute, new Yorkers it, are like, listen, you got to make this right. I want some free <laughs> shit. You know what you, uh, if that would have happened in Minnesota, we'd been like, oh, shucks. We're just going to go home, I guess. No big Are deal. Are you serious? <laughs> you can't, I can't live in Minnesota. No, they, uh, you know, the way the the way the world is today, someone probably gets shot. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, I can't live there either. The whole confined space uh, for the theater. And that's what's going to drive people to your platform, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this. Let's get back on task here. already today? Let's get back on task here. So yeah, I mean, probably a mixed drink. 
Yeah, it's no, I don't, I don't know, no, no mixed drink here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Focus. Ice tea. Focus. So yeah, it's essentially what I, what we did was we took uh, two years and really thought about the experience, the movie experience, not just watching a film because you can, right now you can watch films everywhere. Yeah. It's easy. But when you think about your experience, um, whether it's, how do I find a movie I want to watch? Who do I watch this movie with? What do we do after we watch the movie? What are we doing during the movie? Like what you think it's kind of innocuous, like, well, we, or we just watch movies. But when you really think about it, if you, if you examine it, you do a lot more than that. And so the purpose of the platform is to bring all those elements together, the things that, that make you, that creates the movie going culture. You know, when you think about something that you might miss it about films. You know, I remember, uh, I remember once <clears throat> when I was a kid, we could, we could only afford the matinee and we'd pick the movie. We, we debated the movie. What are we going to watch? We decided on a movie. We picked the theater. We went to the theater and a bunch of other people had the same idea and we couldn't get tickets for everyone. Ah. Right? So then we're like, okay, so what are we going to do? So then, you know, we finally got to see the movie because we finally, we wound up seeing an afternoon movie, which some people had to ship in for other people. And then we sat around and we talked about the film. And then we sat around and we just did this so much that goes on about the film, that around that film that makes that such a memorable experience. It wasn't just the two hours you're sitting in the dark. Right. There's an experience around it that makes it a memorable experience. And so really what we've done is we said, what makes this a memorable, what makes movies a memorable experience? And so, yes, we have things like, you know, interactive streaming. So you can be in one part of the world and I'm in another and we can watch movies together. And we've got a whole host of other things that are designed to, to kind of give you the, the experience that just streaming a movie doesn't give you because, I mean, listen, I saw... Uh, a great, it's so great. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I remember the, <laughs> the picture in my head. I saw a show and my friend and I talk, talked about it. Like, did you watch that? Did you watch that? It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're craving for the kind of connection you used to get around films and you just don't have that anymore. No, that's um, so, so is this a paid subscription then or how, how does this happen? So yeah, we, we've got a collection of movies and that's a paid subscription. Um, and right now, actually, we are in the middle of doing our pre-launch, which if you go to sonderblue.com, blue with no E, S-O-N-D-E-R-B-L-U.com, you can register. And we have a series that we, we actually, um, that's free to anyone who wants to see it at this moment. It's called the Filmmaker Spotlight Series. And what we do is we sit down with filmmakers and, you know, the first half of it, you can actually see on YouTube. And really, it's all about the filmmaker. We get into things like, why did you become a filmmaker? The filmmaking process, you know, you know, answering questions that people just, Are you are sitting you? down with some big names then? Um, we, have, we don't have huge names, but we have some noted names. You know, we have some noted people, people who uh, maybe, you know, we've got some noted names. And then after, um, you can go to the platform itself and get the behind the scenes look at the film, get the director's commentary on the platform. 
Um, we were talking about this before we went on air. That's kind of like the extra disc in the old DVD yeah, pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the outtakes and the good stuff. Exactly. We believe it or not, when we started doing this, we did features. And what I found was that the directors will talk a lot. And so, <laughs> so in order to do it, we would these, you know, the sessions would become like five half a day sessions. So we we try to stick to shorts. Yeah. We try to stick, you know, anything less than an hour because uh once you get past that, it's it's but the but the directors have a lot to say, and it's very interesting to hear of, of a director who made an Oscar winning film for you know thirty thousand dollars or right. someone who's made something that you think is Oscar worthy and it was made for six thousand dollars. So you get insight into who the directors are to be and then you get you get to look at the work that they've created. Um um, we've got some really interesting things from some really interesting people. So how many, how many are in that collection? Right. Well, we're still, we're still building it. It's, it's coming episodes drop three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, first half will be is on uh, YouTube. The second half is on our, our platform. Um, we've got 28, 29 episodes. Wow. In the can, you know, and uh, we, there's been some in the beginning, there was some there's been a learning curve because you've had to like, OK, the camera's not what we need it to be. We got to work on the camera oh, or, yeah. the, you know, sound isn't quite what we need it to be. So just, you know, forgive us. We, you know, in the beginning, we were learning. We were learning. But you you but did this in person during the pandemic or did you do it over Zoom or what did you do? We had to do it over Zoom. Once this once this pandemic lifts, we'll we'll be able to do some in-studio stuff, and especially being in New York City where there's so many artists and so many films being shot. Yeah, it'll be it's a lot easier. But um, we had to, we initiated it on Zoom um, because we just need Well, we didn't use Zoom. We used something else. But. We've initiated it here, so because it's just easy access. Wow! So when, when do they start dropping? The did you say? Huh? When do they start dropping? Um, we are looking at next week, next Monday. Nice. Will be the first drop. All right. And, and where do people um, go to find that? Is it Sonder Blue on uh, YouTube? YouTube, Sonder Blue on YouTube. Okay. And um, and when you say the first half, is it like a like a first half of the show? Yeah, each show is divided into two parts. So okay. the first the first half that you'll see is really all about the the director. It's all about, you know, because we've got there's one film right now. We there was a lot of debate as to whether or not we should eat. It's called Variables. And we were there's been a lot of debate about bringing it on because unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, it received so much heat that it crashed another streaming server and servers, um, service server. Wow. But we're going to, we're going to, we're going to bring it on, but we're going to contextualize it a little differently so that when you come, because here's the thing, film is meant to be, you know, when film is at its best, it's like any great art, it's provocative. It, it pushes the envelope. And the answer to that is not to, to troll, to not to, shut it down, but to have dialogue. And so what we're saying, what we're saying as we release it, it'll be released on Monday, is if you if you have issues with this topic, if you have issues with it's it's related to Bosnia the Bosnian war, mm -hmm. 
fine. I mean, I got a great education speaking to the filmmaker because there's a lot there I didn't know. Um, bring it to the bring it to the table. You know, just be constructive about it. If you say I don't agree with this, okay, that's fine. You don't agree with it. Why don't you agree with it? What's wrong? What is what are you seeing that illuminate that illuminate will illuminate this film or help us see it in a different way? Right. And are you that's monitoring what, all of those comments and questions? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're prepared. That's that's part of the delay. I wanted to lead with this particular film because it it is something that reflects what the platform is really about. It's about dialogue. It's about, you know, what are films there to do? Right. <laughs> if you're walking around saying, this is this is so much, I want to, I want to knock, I want to shut down servers. Something's got to give. So right. let's let's um so do you let's so then once it is transformed onto your platform, the Sounder Blue platform, uh-huh. then is it the same uh, um, option for people to comment and and question and whatnot on on these particular films or, or how is so right now we want to keep it to youtube youtube because they have the the um for it's just easier to keep it to youtube right now yeah. the comments and everything okay and then um <clears throat> but you can see the full film with all of these you can see not just the the, the commentary the behind the scenes commentary you can also see the full film so you know, you can see the full film. You can look at the commentary. Um, we will be hosting. We do have a forum that we will open up that is related just to Sandra Blue. That you know, we'll bring the you know we'll bring the director back, and in fact, we'll do we'll bring all the directors back every month to do a um, filmmaker roundup. Oh wow! We'll so you'll have like we'll a like a like a roundtable Q and A with uh, with the actual directors of the films, and you're going to spotlight what like. Uh... What'd you say? Three so a week? Well, what's going to happen is because we're going to be releasing, they're going to be three a week. That's three, six, that's nine, that's 12 movies a month. Uh, what we're going to be doing is we'll take the top, let's say five directors and the, whomever had the burning questions, we'll have those lists of questions and we'll invite the filmmakers back to answer those questions collectively as, and as individuals. Wow. So, so in this process, you've probably been, because you're having to find the movies and the and the and the films and whatnot that are going to go on your platform and that you're going to highlight on these YouTube videos, how much film are you? How, what are you? How much are you watching? Are you just nonstop? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> is 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 it a lot? You know, I'm at the point where I've rejected um, a lot of films, um, but also Kevin, who who's the person who's in charge of you know bringing the films on he's he's got a great eye and he tends to pick really good stuff so that's you know when i re- when i by time it gets to me i'm like okay i'm usually green lighting it there's only one time i've ever like lost it on a film where i was like there's no way no flipping way this is ever going to be on i was like it was really it was it was it had more to do so the commitment is that we want to break away, you know, part of what's beautiful about independent films is that you, they don't have to cater the tropes. So when you watch a Hollywood film and, you know, the bad guy looks a particular way, it's because that's a trope, you know, right? they, they get to, they, they get to make films that look different and experience is a little different because they're not catering to a quote commercial crowd. Right. And so one of the commitments that we have is that, we want to see everyone 
depicted in unique and interesting ways that are free of those tropes. I'll give you a great example. We have one film that's about gun violence. And the person who, you know, I'm a northerner and people have a classic sense of, oh, we're anti-guns, we're anti-this, you know, I've never stated it one way or the other, but this was a, a film by someone in the Midwest who was asking a simple question about, you know, his challenge as someone growing up in the Midwest around guns, not saying it was wrong, not saying it was right, but asking a simple question about, you know, guns. And so it's, it's a perspective I would have never come up with as someone who grew up in the, the Northeast, but it's also something that I think someone like me needs to see and be challenged by, right? So where does it, where, if you're not taking such a crystallized stance on, for example, something like guns, where does your, where, do, where does your work land? You know what I mean? What, who's going to see it? But how do you, so, how do you find, how do you find the tolerance in your platform for those? I mean, right now there's so many hot button issues out there that, mm-hmm. you know, obviously films and, and they're going to touch on that stuff and they're going to mm-hmm. push buttons and people are so opinionated and so, you know, hot about mm-hmm. everything. I mean, are you asking for trouble by, by opening that up that way? Or, or are you, you know, almost wanting that to kind of uh, invoke conversation. You know what I mean? I grew up up believing that you're free to say anything you want so long as it does two things. It's constructive, right? It forwards the conversation along and you're not being offensive or offended in a means meant to be cruel, right? Like it's okay to say, I don't like X. I don't like X. I'm not saying you don't like to like X, right. but you got to be prepared to tell me why you don't like X. You right. know what I mean? It's okay. I don't like it. I don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. So the platform itself is not there to kind of say, uh, you know, and, and quite frankly, I think when you look at a lot of films, a lot of films tell you how you're supposed to feel about issues. Right. But if you think about it, like a lot of these independent filmmakers are kind of mulling through ideas that you you just would never quite would never quite make it to a mainstream audience because it doesn't quite answer those questions or it doesn't quite fall very clearly into a box. And that's fine. That has to me in my world. That's fine. That's why I love variables. It's, it's, I, I didn't know anything about the topic of Bosnia. I'm still learning about it. And I'm okay with people saying it's a piece of shit. Okay, but I, can you tell me why? Like, right. just, just give me a reason why, you right. know, <laughs> and then we're good. And, you know, articulate it. So I, I'm not afraid, you know. Slippery slope, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, know. but you know what? I'm a New Yorker. We roll like that. Oh, we know. <laughs> we roll like we, that. We know how that works. So uh, everything's going to release on Monday, and there's going to be three a week. Three a week. For a week. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Man. Ongoingly. Ongoingly three a week. Oh, right. Um, and then what's the what's the uh, timeline on Sonder Blue? You're, you're, you're... We're, look, we're, looking, we're looking at late this year. Late okay. this year. And then it'll so, be fully operational as a streaming service. Yep. Everyone, everything on board, push, go play and go. Who are you going to be competing with, with that particular model? Oh, uh, um, besides the world. Well, I mean, 
hopefully we'll be able to, to, to dance with a Netflix of the world. But if we can't, we're playing a win. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, it's uh, so, yeah. All right. All right. Well, we 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 uh, we got to uh, wrap this thing up and uh, put a pin in it with all the New York information we got today. We're uh, probably going to get some more travelers out that direction. Sorry, I diverge. <laughs> I di- you know, I get it. There's nothing I, wrong I with it. that. So check it out. It's Hope Cochran with Sonder Blue and and what are you calling it? The director series? What are we calling it? No, it's the filmmaker spotlight series. Filmmaker spotlight series dropping next Monday. On mm-hmm. YouTube, Sonder Blue on YouTube, and then mm-hmm. it hops over to their platform. Check their platform out. Go over there and sign up so that you can get emails and be in front of everything that's happening in the movies because uh, it's constantly evolving, right? That's what you're wanting is people to. It's, 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 you, it's can't help it. The world, you know, <laughs> the world's evolving. Yeah. It's crazy. But I, I, I went there and checked it. It's a good, it's a nice looking uh, website. And, oh, thank you. And it's got all the bells and whistles, and I uh, can't wait for it to go live. It seems like it'll be real uh, real interesting to see, because I know right now everybody and their brothers, the uh, Sitting at home thinking, what the hell's going on oh, in the world? God, yeah. Well, after they get done watching and listening to my podcast, they can hop over to Sonder Blue and watch a movie together, yeah. right? Yes. Promote together. together. I like it. Well, Hope, we can't thank you enough for all the time. We will uh, send people your direction. We'll put all your information in the show notes if people want to dig it up and go over and check it out. Sounds like the first film is going to be one of the best, huh? Out of the hopefully, gate. Hopefully, hopefully. Go big. And we'll get to check on uh, Hope's, uh, are you the interviewer? We'll check your skills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I interview everyone. All right. All right. I Feel free to grade her and critique her because I know you will me. So why not spread the love? Just Seriously? don't ask her for directions. Did you just literally tell your audience to come to my and just give me notes? Did you just no, say no, that? No, 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 no. Critique. That's different. That's Listen, what do you think follows the critique? Positive, constructive conversation. That's what okay. I get. Okay. All okay. that negativity and all that positivity okay. blend okay. together. I, okay. Um, no, I think it's a good thing. I uh, I'm gonna check it out next Monday and see. Uh, well, maybe I have to do a follow up once it starts uh, rocking and rolling. Once you're in the Absolutely. heat of things, and see how things are. So, Hope Cochran, thank you so much for your time, and we'll check in with you somewhere down the road. You just call me Corcoran. Cochran. <laughs> you know, I have a friend named Dan Corcoran. You just called me after the whole conversation. You wouldn't call me Corcoran. <laughs> I'm gonna go back in and fix it. Okay. It's Cochran. Yes. You know what? I bought my first boat from a Cochran. Really? Yeah. It's my current boat. Yeah. Okay. Cochran. But I have a friend named Corcoran. Give yeah, a minute. Well, we have a fit. We have a, the Corcoran group, Barbara Corcoran, the Corcoran group. That's. That's Barbara Corcoran. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not you. No, it's not. Do you but have you her said number? Corcoran. Do you have her number? You want a date? I think she might be married or something. No, I want to get her on the podcast. But if you got, because are, is she your cousin? Are you related? No, I don't know her. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it's it's not even spelled the same way. Oh, it's close enough. It doesn't close have to be exact. Enough. Just get it close. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hope Cochran for final. That's what we're going with. Hope Cochran. And she's Barbara Corcoran. And my friend is Dan Corcoran. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I need a nap. Thank you so much for your time. I apologize for screwing up your name at the end. And we will uh, we'll check in with you somewhere down the road. You take care. Stay safe. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye now. <laughs>
That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.